Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I'm CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Oh, hello. If this is your first time listening to the show, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com. Learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can dive headfirst into this episode. Mm, nah. Yeah? You should listen to episode 42, because it's the answer to life. <laughs> episode 42. Okay, episode 42, the Vin Diesel argument. Yeah, what were who we thinking? Who doesn't want to talk about Vin Diesel? I do, I'm looking at the show notes. I have no idea where Vin Diesel com- comes into this. What was the argument? I don't know. I you want know, it you sounds know. like you should listen to episode forty two <laughs> and find out. <laughs> sounds like what I'm, I'm just saying. Sounds like what I'm going to be doing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the show off by talking about the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But most of all, how's affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. So the guy who owns the Avengers Endgame URL is holding it for ransom. But really, just kind of for some premiere tickets. But in the meantime, in the interim, he has redirected uh, the URL to Deadpool and just kind of promoting that movie right now. I mean, it could be worse. Mm, I mean, uh, what's, what does he want? He just wants tickets to go to the premiere of Avengers Endgame. How many? I don't know. Disney and Marvel do not respond to terrorism. <laughs> it's not terrorism. It, it kind of is. I don't, he, I don't negotiate with terrorists either. Um, and I think, you know, if the guy owns the URL fair and square, then, you know, guess what? You can buy it and, and probably the cost of two premiere tickets seems reasonable to me. If he's asking for 30 premiere tickets, doesn't seem reasonable. Right. He said, uh, I I'm proud to say that I bought the domain before anyone on the internet theories that Endgame would be the title. Uh, since then, I've just been hanging back, waiting for the title release to confirm it. And when I saw the trailer, uh, I got goosebumps. Says he has no interest in keeping the the URL. Uh, he just wants uh, to some tickets to the world premiere of Endgame next year. I, I think that I think it's fine. I I think it's, I think it's funny. Now, if I were the mouse, I'd boot his ass. <laughs> what is the actual URL he's holding? AvengersEndgame.com. What is it direct to literally right now? First off. <laughs> All they have to do is take over Marvel's Avengers Endgame.com oh, so, and game over. So they already have. I mean, the the the, the website uh, Marvel.com slash Avengers goes go. to the Endgame thing. Gee, that's hard. I refuse to play this video. I will not acquiesce to this man's game. Two sites for two tickets, Brian. That's reasonable. Oh, oh, so he has uh, Avengers Endgame.com and Avengers Endgame Movie.com. Both yeah. reasonable. It's a da- that's a dangerous precedence to set. Listen, you know damn well that the moment they're ready, like the moment they're going to announce a title, they've already got people buying these URLs up. So yeah, they're, they're this, already squatting on them. This guy had the wherewithal to get it ahead of time. This is a good move. And he's not asking for a ton of money he's actually not asking for any money I'll, I'll be I'll be real fair my my dad and I back in the day we would squat on domains right we would buy a domain that we thought would be kind of useful for something and eventually someone would come to us and say hey I want that domain I'll give you a couple hundred bucks for it so we're like oh okay so like we, we sat on a few domains and we made a few few hundred bucks I mean this guy is just 
I mean, he's not putting anything malicious up there. He's not bad mouthing Marvel. I mean, like he's being respectful. They're not, they're not selling premiere tickets. They're giving them to celebrities. You know what I mean? So like, what's a premiere ticket worth? Thousand bucks? Two thousand bucks? I don't know. I've never been. To I don't a know. I've never been to a premiere. Brian, yeah. Put. I, I know that. I'm saying put a price tag on it. What's it worth? Really? I would say. I'd say less than a grand. I, I'd say it's probably around five hundred. Six hundred dollars. I'd I'd say having having attended red carpet events that last three days long, a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks a ticket for something like this is is probably what it would fetch if those tickets were available. Right. Now, knowing that, and he's got two sites, and this movie's gonna make a bajillion dollars, this makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm okay with this. This guy. I mean, he's just working the system. I don't like it when people try to cheat the system. I'm glad you guys are he's okay. Not he's not cheating it. Listen, he's not he cheating it. He got ahead domains. of something. Yeah, he didn't steal the domains from Marvel and 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 say, if you want them back, I need 20,000 Bitcoin. He's not doing that. He's just saying, listen, I bought these things years ago on a whim that maybe this would be the title of the movie. Here I am. And absolutely, Brian... Studios should be going, hey, are we working on a project? Yeah. What's the working title or what are we thinking? Oh, we think it's going to be this. Buy that. Do- like, first thing, buy that domain. Like, when we were thinking about this project, you don't think I went out and researched that kind of nerd before we even, like, talked about, before I ran up to you excitedly at our, our I, retail I job? Just, guys, I just bought, I just bought Jack Reacher 3, the cheapest women always cost the most. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought Mission Impossible Annihilation. Perfect. Right, Dot go. com. Just now. Annihilation. That's an intense. That's an intense Mission Impossible movie. That's what I'm saying. Just in case it happens, and I then Tom buy. Cruise has to give me all all the tickets I want. I will tell. Here's. I will. I will have Santa Claus make a PSA regarding my possession of Mission Impossible Annihilation, and um i will make sure that there are there's a wall of tvs behind santa with the motion smoothing turned on oh <laughs> oh you're the worst mm, i'm a i'm a mental terrorist oh god he's gonna know there's something off about the message but That's he's like, not gonna know what it is, <laughs> what it is. you'll oh and it's oh, they're all gonna be playing fallout also <laughs> the, the audio and the video is gonna be like one second out of sync and you won't know until you look at it uh, no, I, I'm with jo- I can't, I'm with Josh on this one. This guy is just listen. He's just just let, letting the internet do its thing. He's just taking advantage of the situation. Nothing malicious about it. He's not being an asshole. He's not directing it to you know porn and stuff like that. So it works. So here's another interesting piece of news. One of the actors in Daredevil uh, was talking about that there is a, a contract that is preventing them from appearances in non Netflix content. So we were kind of reeling and just kind of really digesting the fact that Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist uh, were canceled. Uh, but according to this actor, he said, hey, this this, this is something that's going on. That this is a very real contract with Netflix. I heard that it was 18 months. Maybe it's two years. I know that possibly Marvel could buy them out, but I haven't heard so much as a whisper. Uh, so this is kind of interesting news. I mean, it sounds right in the sense of they if they thought this was going to keep going, but... I'm curious what you think this means now for all of our theories of going to Hulu or coming to movies. What does this mean for? They probably only made Finn Jones sign it and no one wants Iron Fist anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, like, what do you think? Brian, you were adamant that this is like going to go to Hulu. I'm still adamant. I mean, this isn't that hard to get around. A, B, who knows how long ago they signed this? C, 
if they signed it two, three years ago, contract up, and it probably only pertained to the life of the show. I'm, I'm not even sure how you. I'm not even sure how you would speculate that. That way. I'm just. I'm. I'm just guessing. I mean, that's a wild guess. I would imagine like, there is some sort of clause that if Netflix canceled the show, that that part of the contract's got to be null and void. The content nah. is still Netflix content. Yeah, great, good for Netflix. No, it would have to. No. They like no, no, no. It would have to be completely different. Is what is basically the way it shakes out. It's not. They can't be the same. I mean, honestly, this this is just how business works. It's like getting a record deal, and you say, "Hey, you have to do three records." You know, if the band breaks up and they don't do a third record, they're on they're on liable for that third album or they have to stay together and put something out like a greatest hit album or something. Yeah, like, it doesn't negate the point that Netflix or Disney can buy the them out of can, this. Can they buy can. It. Right. But they yeah. might not wa- they, they might not they, want to because the content is already a little bit over the top for Disney. And and like I said, they're not gonna put just like you said, they're not gonna put these seasons on Disney Plus. I mean, they're not getting the whole season. They're just getting the actors. And if you're going to a new service and you don't have the back catalog, you're telling them, oh, go to our competitor and watch the previous stuff that you missed and then come back to us for the new stuff. Like, they're not going to, Disney's not going to do that. I mean, to be fair, Disney could just buy Netflix, which is probably what they should do, but, you know, they're they're not going to. I think this def- this deflates your entire theory of they're, they're going to Hulu with this. Or at the very least, it postpones the show so long that it fades into oblivion. Yeah. I think I think you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, I can't find any flaws in your argument, so you just suck. <laughs> I want to, but I can't. So, I mean, you're just are, are, are we just going to have to accept the fact now that these shows are... No, no, no. This is how I mean, no, this is how this is how this shit starts, right? Somebody starts chirping, people start talking about it. Huge outrage on social media, Netflix. Oh, maybe we should bring it back. And then right, and then something loosens up. Something somewhere, right? And if it doesn't, then not enough people care about it to make it happen. That's that's the fact. I care so much. Oh, look, this is this is on my list for question of the week. So uh, it you don't you don't need to talk to me about it. So, you know, I, I'm sorry you hate us, bro. I'm sorry we're right and you hate us. I mean, I guess I guess that's where we're at. I'm I apologizing guess, for I that. guess that's how this story ends. <laughs> and that's how uh, the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and that's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you two, without going on a rant. I have some news about uh, DC Universe, the streaming service. Uh, we love DC Universe. DC Universe uh, is having an upcoming Stargirl series. And they have confirmed today the character that will be playing Starman, which is Joel McHale from Community and the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale, which I, I actually enjoyed. And from The Soup. And from that soup. Josh, I don't think you were a community fan. I don't think you watched community, do you? Not an episode. So what's your exposure to Joel McHale besides maybe a couple like bit roles and like Ted and, and stuff like that? Uh he was uh he was uh uh he banged Gemma in that one episode of uh, Sons of Anarchy, didn't he? Was Joel McHale in Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, and then he stole her car and money. Oh yeah. You're absolutely right. I was right. It's it's been a while. Yeah. All right. Well, he did do that. That is what I know of Joel McHale. 
Okay, then. So you really have no uh, well, Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't he in uh, he was old in Ted. school, he was... too? Wasn't he in old school, too? He was, like, the dick boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. All right. So I know, I know like, his movie roles, I guess. <laughs> okay. He usually does play a guy who's rather arrogant, but, like, kind of a little bit salt of the earth, but, like, also no, a guy you no, no, kind of no, punch in the face. Bag. Nope. Douchebag. Total douchebag. He's a Todd. From Scrubs? Right. The Todd? No. Just oh, no. A, he's a Todd. Oh, a Todd. We have a grudge against people named Todd. Is that what's going on now? I want you to close your eyes and picture Todd. Any Todd. Just a Todd. Picture a Todd. Do you want to punch him in the face? I kind of do. You want to punch him in the face. All right. So, uh, Brian, now that we know that Josh really has no opinion of Joel McHale, I know you and I love Joel McHale uh, because we're big fans of community and we kind of notice him in cameos, except for me and Sons of Anarchy, because apparently I forgot. Uh so I'm curious, what do you kind of think about him being cast as a Starman? Um, my thoughts on Joel McHale as Starman are thus: You're not sitting in front of a fire with a glass a glass of brandy. Kind of, kind of does feel like a fireside chat now. CJ, I want you, I want you to relax for a little bit. Oh, you God. know, <laughs> pour yourself a nice Chianti. Think about you know. All the all the wonderful things that Joel McHale has, has provided to us. Hours, hours of entertainment. Um, you know, that why do you have an NPR voice on right now? What is happening? Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna have to ask you to take it down there, <laughs> CJ. All right. We're here to relax. We're here to we're here to reflect. Did I do and Joel McHale has provided hours of hours of entertainment with through, you know, many different mediums. Um I would I would say that Joel McHale is the right amount of funny and, and kind of goofy and kind of serious to to pull off a character are, like Star. Are you representing so. him? Like, did you pick up a new client? I know you're representing Jamie Fox. Are you now representing Joel McHale? Mister Fox and I are you know no longer working together. Oh, <laughs> uh, you've gone separate paths. We need to, oh, you yeah, grew each other to, oh, okay. to address. I feel like I feel like you knew about that and then you just decided to open the wound again, CJ. <laughs> I see on? how you're trying to get a rise what, out of me, and I am going to maintain my composure because, as this you know, Pinot Noir is just—it's it, not too bitter, but it, it, it slides down smoothly. Joel McHale's performance as Star is it sad? I'm wishing will, Bane's going to make an appearance next. Like, what down. is happening? It's going to ease the palate. It's, it's going to be a very nice ride. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very much looking. All right, this bit is like we're, there's a horse now. It's a zombie horse. And we've been being you for a while. That. You may think that. Is there a point anywhere around here? Does but the more you get angry, the funnier this is, I guarantee <laughs> this you. Is, I don't in know fact, if this is stayed in receive, the show. I'm going to receive many text messages about how I've just trolled you for the next three minutes. <laughs> this is it's going to be fantastic. I don't understand what's happening right now. CJ, I'd love to hear what your thoughts on, on I Joel already McHale gave you my <laughs> thoughts on Joel McHale. <laughs> Did we? Did I step into an alternate universe? Did did you did you switch yourself out with an evil twin? What just? Actually, probably the good twin. You were probably the evil twin originally. It would, it would most definitely be the the calmer twin. Oh my who god! Knows when to stop and smell the roses. CJ, you, can you tell me about Starman? Yes, I, I can. I can tell you about Starman. I I will. I will. I will. I will. Do you do you see? Do you hear the inflection in my voice? No, CJ? it's like the difference between me saying Brian Roman and Brian Roman. <sighs> so, from what I can tell, for Starman in the original comics by Gardner Fox and is it Jack Burnley? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so he was a scientist that discovered a device known as the cosmic rod or staff because 
that name totally works. And he's got the magic stick. Yeah. Which is capable of controlling the energy and gravity of a star. So armed with this power, he became Starman, donning a suit of red, gold, and green, and a notable... The harnessing the power of a star, so yes. he can do what? It's got basically a lot of energy and in, into it, and so I'm assuming he can like he shoot, shoot things. star bolts and stuff like that. Yeah. Star bolts. There wasn't a lot of science happening in the 40s. It, it was, a- was the 40s. Right. We were worried about other break. shit going on they then. They knew how big stars were. Yes, but they knew that in like an atomic thing, like making shit blow up. Not really a whole lot else. So, all right. So, Star Girl, which I would assume would be a woman gets those powers or it's handed down those powers rather than the, the guy. So, Star Girl is, uh, I think, his daughter. Here's what you really need to know about Star Girl. The character who currently wields it now, because Starman had been out of the the scape for a while. Sure. Um, Jeff Johns retooled the origin, brought Stargirl, created Stargirl as a tribute to, I believe, his sister who died of cancer. Oh, okay. So he he's heavily involved in this project, is very involved in it. This was his character. This is like, you know, very close to him. So sure. I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. All right, so be pretty good. <laughs> so stay tuned to DC Universe in 2019 for Stargirl, and uh, Joel McHale is like we'll have a have a small role in it, which is pretty good. So if I understand correctly, you guys have not watched the DC Universe crossover event that just occurred. Is that I'm waiting for my new television to observe it in all of its glory. Uh, have <laughs> you have you have you heard anything about it? Have you read anything? No, about no, no. It? Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I saw the article that said the biggest and most important comic book crossover is coming to TV next year. Um, and when I scrolled down, I saw that it was Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I immediately closed the window. There's yes, a big so ass spoiler warning on the website. So, okay, because if I like, had I skimmed and just caught the wrong word, I would have been super angry. Oh no, I I completely understand. The reason I ask about this event is, uh, we got uh, a text message from uh, Austin Winchester, who also did say, "Hey, thanks for the shout out last week." So you're you're absolutely welcome, Austin. Congratulations again. And he said, guys. It's time to put all other television on the back burner and catch up on the Berlantiverse. That's what I've been doing. This may be me fanboying out too much, too hard and too fast. But, A, did you guys watch the crossover event? And, B, did you see what's coming next fall on the CW? So the answer, Austin, is no, we didn't. And I think you're right. I think we should put some more energy back on the Berlantiverse. Austin, I think I have my priorities straight when I say I want to watch it on my big-ass TV. That has not arrived yet. And to be fair, Josh Burns is an international man of mystery and has been abroad for quite a while. So, well, now that we're uh, done with the world of comics, let's turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. So, listen, we had talked about Netflix is is trying things out on users and you can opt in or out of testing. Uh, This one feature caught my eye and I'm just asking one question with it. Why? Netflix is testing an instant replay feature and uh, people aren't happy about it because it comes up as a kind of a pop up notification in the middle of watching a, a, a movie. Uh, really kind of weird. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. 
So it's basically saying you could be watching a, a movie. So that people were watching Mowgli on Netflix because I guess they had nothing better to do. Uh, and a little pop up comes up that says, do you want to replay this moment? And people are like, if I really wanted to replay it, I would just go back and do it myself. Yeah, I don't need you, Netflix, to to, to do this. I can imagine if, if there was like a, a a voice remote or something that you could use with Netflix. You go, hey, Netflix, replay that scene, kind of like the Xbox and a couple other services that are available out there. I, I just don't understand why this is a thing. There's never been a moment in time where I'm watching a Netflix movie like, oh, I wish I could see that explosion again. Like, it's never happened. I, I'm curious how, how you two feel about this. I think of VH1's pop-up video, and that was dumb. This is dumb. This vexes me. Pourquoi? Why are you prompting me? I don't even like when it asks me to skip the intro. <laughs> Sometimes I want to watch it, and if I don't, I just I just fucking fast-forward. Like, it's, I just drag the bar. Like, how hard is that? Right? It, on an Apple TV, you just click the thing and slide it over, and you're done. It's easy. I mean, I use the Apple TV remote and go back 10 seconds. Like, you just do it. No, if, I mean, seconds. if you're using the, the tactile remote. Oh, I hate that remote. So I use the app or the app. You can do the same thing in the app where I you know. just you drag I, the bar. Like, I, either I way, it. it's it's easy. This is this doesn't like I'm ta- I'm not talking about the app. I'm talking about um the native, the built in control. I understand. OK, sorry. Yeah, I, I just I don't get this at all. Is it, I mean, is there any. I mean, has there ever been an instance where you wanted to rewind? There has been. You know what and I've done? I just rewind. I would just rewind. Out of curiosity, what is the instance in which you were just like, yeah? I oh, should, I oh like no, I I do it. You know where? You know what's funny? In the last um, year, probably where I've done it the most is the show Big Mouth. <laughs> All because right. I'm okay. like, wait, did he just fucking say that? And I right. rewind. Oh yeah, yeah, he said it. It's even funnier the second time. Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah, I can understand for like a comedy bit. It'd be, it'd be pretty good. I'd, You're picturing it and we're talking about it. <laughs> CJ's like, I haven't watched the show. I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I watched. You are out of your mind. I watched like three. I watched the episode I stopped watching is when they went to the Statue of Liberty. That's where it starts getting good. You're out dude. of your mind. That show. Hey, minimum. how about this? You watch any of the Doctor Who you said you were going to watch and I'll watch the rest of Big Mouth. So basically, I'll never watch Big Mouth. Okay, whatever. Don't get off of my back. You're just depriving yourself of joy. <laughs> That's true. You are. What are you gonna do? All right. And uh, finally, talking about streaming services, let's turn our attention to the aforementioned Disney Plus. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors as to what content's gonna go on there, but there's one thing that we know is definitely going to be on the service. It is the Mandalorian. Uh, Josh, I think when we were talking about this show previously, there was a little bit of confusion. Brian, what is The Mandalorian? I don't know if it's a race or just like a a Man- yeah from yeah from Mandalore. Yes, it's a race. No, okay, so I mean, but it, it, really, when you say Mandalorian, everyone thinks Boba Fett and that that sweet ass armor that Boba Fett wears because that's what Mandalorians wear. So it's going to be a TV show debuting on Disney Plus. Uh, it's going to be written and executive produced by John Favreau. Uh, if you don't know who he is, oh, gonna shame on you. Too. Uh, he's going to be directing like a episode Guys. or two, but there's other people on there. Guys, this cast is batshit crazy. Yeah, this is insane. So can you please go over the cast list and just uh, so Pedro Pascal uh, from Narcos fame, Kingsman two, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, Oberyn Martell was, he, he was in the like Viper. three episodes. 
Oberyn Martell was in like three episodes. Dude, he had dude. like the most vicious death. Like he, he's on the he list. He was in like three episodes. Fine. He, he made an impression. Continue. So you've seen him places, right? We like this guy. Yep. Great. So if he's going to be the Boba Fett character or whatever, we're assuming. He, yeah, he's like um, the lead. So yeah. Cool. Cool. Then you've got Gina Carano, who formerly uh, crush uh, on American Gladiator, the newer version and uh, movies, right? Um, like, like, I don't know. I can't even think of him. I've seen him, but I can't remember. Spy Kids. Uh, no, I don't think so. Carl Weathers, uh, Apollo Creed, uh, and then crazy ass Nick Nolte. So his voice is gonna be with the last movie you saw him in was probably Warrior. Warrior. Yeah. What year did that come out? I don't know, but it had Tom Hardy and uh, is either Joel Edgerton and Sam Worthington, uh, and then Nick Nolte. We're also going to have probably after that. Okay. Joel Edgerton, right? Yeah. 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 We're also yeah. going to have Werner Herzog, which I mean, is it, is it Werner? Is it Werner Herzog? Yeah. He's mainly a director. Check, check, hey, check was the German. He's usually a director. He's been in a few movies, but he's very Oh, Giancarlo Esposito? Yes. Giancarlo Esposito is in it. You say that with such joy. Who the hell is that? Are you kidding me? Uh, he hasn't oh, seen Breaking Bad. Oh, no Breaking Bad. It's the the guy who plays Gus, the actor who plays He's Gus amazing. in Breaking Bad. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in movies. He was in The Usual Suspect. Uh, and Emily Swallow from, from Supernatural. So, I mean, this cast is, is made up of Oscar-nominated actors. I don't know how all these people got in a room together besides Disney bringing them in and just be like, bag of money, bag of money, bag of money, Mandalorian, goo. It's funny, like, the fact that... They buried the lead with the Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, just like, role. oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like I care about Gina Carano, Carl Weathers, and Nick Nolte. Put Giancarlo Esposito up there with Pedro Pascal. Absolutely. Uh, and I think I think this is a whole different article. Yeah. I, I just, like... I read the first paragraph, and I went, uh, no, I'm not reading anymore. This is making me really interested in it. Are, are you ready for some of the directors that are going to be on there? My favorite one that I saw when I looked at the list, obviously, John Favreau is going to direct, but Taito Watiti is also going to be directing uh, a couple episodes of this, who is the director of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, you got Bryce Dallas Howard also going to be directing a few episodes. Uh, That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, like class actors, class directors, John Favreau writing and, and, and directing and executive producing. So this is after, guys, what I'm, I'm reading now, now that I'm, now that I'm interested. <laughs> uh, after the stories of Django and Boba Fett, after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order, you have Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I'm interested. This, I feel like this may be, uh, once this kind of gets out and people maybe see some stuff from it, I think this is definitely one of the Tent poles of Disney Plus that would make people subscribe to in another well, streaming service. This, the two Marvel shows they have coming out, and the other Star Wars show. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should watch this. Everybody should watch this. It's a great cast list. It's a great directorial staff. It's a great writing staff. I mean, like, yep. Everyone I'm hopeful. Should. I'm hoping they just let Nick Nolte be a crazy bastard. I'm curious if they're going to do anything to his voice or they're just going to let that be. Do you, do you put him in a helmet? He sounds like an alien. <laughs> Let him be gravelly. <laughs> exactly. Just put him in a little bit of prosthetics, and that's that's about it. That's, that's no big deal. All right. Well, also, one of my favorite hobbies on the internet is to go around and find the weird and then find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen for their tech perspective. This week is no different, and I found a challenge that I I'm I was really interested to CJ. see. Have, yes. CJ. Yes. I'd like you to take a moment and well, sit we, by the fireside. No, no, no. We can just keep going. There's no need to... Think about the, the sound a dial-up modem makes when you 
Well, I had a silent modem in my computer. <laughs> you know, you know, so I'm going to treat you, you like a silent sound, modem, you, and I'm but, just going to carry CJ, on. CJ, you know the sound. I, it goes, you know, something like, like something like this. You know, just want to get to the. There's a topic. I just want to. <laughs> It's a, it's a very calm modem, CJ. Tech perspective. I, now, didn't I, that sound? Didn't that feel I, good? I, I I don't know what didn't I'm doing Didn't that here. calm and soothe the nerves? What, 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 you know when you don't like something, but you're like, next week it's going to be fine. Like, the next time X happens, it won't be that bad. It just stays that bad for you? But it just stays that bad for me every single week. It never... Well, there's no hope. There's no end in sight. But yet, for some nice. strange, twisted reason, I come back every week and ask for a tech perspective. So I, th- I, th- I thought this was interesting. Vitamin Water is looking for people to willingly give up their cell phone for a year. If you give up your cell phone for a full year, they will award you $100,000. Now, here's, here's the thing. They will give you a what they describe as a early 2000s phone that will allow you to call and text via, you know, like T9. Uh... And that way you can, you know, at least still have a, a, a telephone, but no email. If you can survive for six months, they will give you $10,000. And then if they come back at the end of the year and you've you've made it, they will give you the remaining $100,000. However, here, here's the catch. You have to go on social media, right, and share an Instagram post about what you would do without the phone. Like, like what would you be doing then if you don't have a cell phone? And then you have to pass a lie detector test in order to get the money. Oh, I know how to beat those. But lie detector tests are inherently flawed and terrible, so you can cheat. It's really easy. But, uh, I mean, that begs the question. For, for like $110,000, would you give up your phone for a year? I think we all remember a time when there was no cell phones. It was chaos. It was anarchy. No one knew where anybody was. It was weird. I spend... 85% of my day actively avoiding interaction with people. <laughs> why would I volunteer to have to call somebody? This is why we create a text message. So I never have to hear your voice. Brian, you're doing, you're, you're looking at this all wrong. Someone sends you a text and you can't get a text. These people won't even bother calling you. They'll just assume that you don't want to talk to them ever. You never well, have to talk I'm to dead. people. Well, uh, to be fair, yeah, they probably already do. So, but the question is for $100,000, is there, I mean, is there any scenario in which that would, would make that happen? How, how would I, um, get anywhere? Uh, jo- yeah, Josh, you'd be screwed. You couldn't do this. You would have to print out, Josh, your boarding passes. You'd like have a to map quest. Like a peasant. And if you wanted to, you want to take an Uber or Lyft, someone else has got to be with you. Why don't you do this? Why don't you hire somebody to be with like, you with a cell phone for like a grand? I... I cu- I couldn't I couldn't survive a day. I'm not kidding. <laughs> a day. Really? You couldn't go one day without I a- couldn't CJ, I could not go. I mean, day okay, off. A I, day off. I'm saying you don't go- have to work. It's a Saturday. Uh-huh. You tell me you couldn't function. You couldn't go that Saturday. How would I turn my TV on? A remote? I don't know where the kids have hidden the remote. Get your kids to turn it on. You don't have to do it. What if they're not? What if they're not home? What if Laura took the kids to the grandparents for the weekend, bake Christmas cookies or whatever? I'm at home. Read a book. The what? A read a use, book on how I'm to turn this. on my TV. Here's here's the thing. Use a laptop and and like Chromecast something or just 
I don't Chromecast. What are you? What? What use are a, you use talking about? Airplay it then. I don't. I don't know. Use a. F- I can airplay all day. How do I get the TV to turn on and the sound bar? Physically go press it. Oh God, that sounds like a crazy idea. For a thousand dollars, would you go twenty four hours without a smartphone? For a thousand dollars. No. For one day. No. On a Saturday. No. You're ridiculous. If I had to get somewhere on that day, how would I get there? Use your car. I don't understand this. Do you need an app for your car? Dude, the moment I get in my car, I put in where I'm going, and I go there based on the directions provided. Does your car, without using your mobile device, does your car have built-in GPS? I'm sure it does. I don't know how to use it. doesn't matter. You think you can figure it out for a grand for one day? No, it's not worth it. You're unreasonable. You're ridiculous. It's It's too much work. Too much work. Like not only that, but like, what would I do for music? The radio. What radio? I don't have a radio. I have an iPod Touch. I would use an iPod Touch. I want you to think back to uh, a time where you sent me a text message or sent the group a text message asking me to do something, and then I didn't respond. You mean three hours ago? Day. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. For an entire day. Uh huh. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? Uh, uh like it was Wednesday. Don't act like you weren't upset by it. I wasn't. That would drive I don't. You insane. I I don't really care. Uh-huh, that's uh-huh. not true at all. That's, that's not, not true, true at all. At all. People go nuts when they don't hear from people for a day. There's too much shit going on in my phone. I, I think you guys aren't looking for these loopholes. My phone is my main is is my I, hub. I get that. My phone I, I is my command center. Here's the thing. There's so many loopholes to this. There's so many loopholes that you could just ease about if you know you're going to get a hundred thousand dollars. You get yourself a mobile hotspot, you grab yourself an iPod Touch, and you're done. You got all the apps, you got Apple Music, you got GPS. I, got I think I that's message. a loophole they won't allow. You've got all, No, the deal is no cell phone. I don't have a cell phone. Listen, the, the thing is this. We're talking a year. It's too long. I, I mean, I, I seriously couldn't do a day. And, and just thinking about having a flight delayed or canceled and not having a smartphone, it makes me want to vomit. Like, uh, CJ, I'm serious, man. Some shit goes wrong with a flight, and in seconds on my phone, I'll be either A, on another flight, B, have a car and be out of there, or C, have a hotel before anybody else knows what's going on and can get on their phone and start calling. Because I've I've gotten very good at using my phone quickly, using apps to connect and get done what I need to get done. I could not live having to dial a number and speak to somebody. I can't do it. So, so let me let me uh, let me for the people who are interested in this. Let me just give you some facts on this. The winner is determined by a couple of criteria. Thirty percent of it is uh, creativity and originality of your submission idea. Another thirty percent is your cultural or brand relevance. The other thirty percent is humor of your submission, and finally, ten percent is the quality. Of your submission. So grammar, high quality photos, stuff like that. They're going to pick a winner and you have to go 365 consecutive days, smartphone free in order to be eligible for the $100,000. I can see Brian Roman pulling this off. I I totally could see Brian Roman pulling this off. I'm looking for any loopholes that I'm not like I already know I would want to do. All right. So here's the restrictions. No smartphone or tablet use, including using another smartphone or tablet that does not belong to you. Laptops, desktop computers are okay to use. Of course they are. How can you live without that? And voice-activated devices are not that are not smartphones 
are okay, like a Google Home and an Amazon Echo. Uh-huh. I think you could get away with an iPod Touch on this. So as soon as I walk out the front door, I'm done. I would do, if anything, I would do a mobile hotspot and a laptop. And just that would be my life for a year. Mobile mm-hmm. hotspot and a laptop. So I have an LTE, LTE connection on my laptop. And I just take my laptop with me. It's super light, super portable. It's okay to use. That's not bending the rules at all. So no iPod Touch, but I'll use a laptop and desktop. I, I, I could totally make this happen. Okay, CJ, so why don't you contact Vitamin Water and take care of this? Uh, because part of the criteria, as we said, is 30% is humor of a submission. And as we learned, I'm not funny. Mm, also, yes. cultural brand or relevance of submission, nobody likes me. So I'm down I'm still, 60%. I- Although, although uh, you have a podcast that's culturally relevant, so sure, I, I think you should. No, I think you should put together a submission. I want to see you do this. I would love to see you do this. You could still, you could still be in the group chats with the fucking magical laptop you're gonna wield everywhere you go. <laughs> really, you should do this. We'll really be discreet at work, sending an eye message with a with a fucking magic. I, I, right? I'm saying you should totally do this. Or CJ, can you not live without your phone? No, for a day. I uh, for a or day. A I could totally live without my phone for a day or a, a week. work day. CJ, a I work could. Day. I could. I could leave this phone at home on a work day and still be okay. I do not believe you. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I don't fucking I could believe totally that. Totally do that for one second. I think you'd be out of your mind by no. ten a.m. No, I'd be fine. I'd be all right. I'm curious, listener, what you think about this. Do you think that you could pull this off? Do you think that this is something that people should do? Like, like I'm curious to hear. Tell CJ how full of shit he is. I would totally. Okay. And tell him if he's not full of shit to put his money where his mouth is and get $100,000. Pick a day that's on a Friday or a Monday and I will leave my phone. CJ, here's, here's the problem. You have children. You can't leave your phone at home. I'm saying I could do it one day. Just one day. I could get away with it. You have children. You can't leave your phone at home. I would have email. I got this. I got this. I can do this. I'm curious about it. Now, Brian, Brian, you put this topic in the show notes, and I'm very curious to, to hear more about this. Can, California is considering a text message usage tax. The way you said it, you were like, California, and I automatically went, knows how to party, right? Is where That's where he's going with this, is that California knows how to party. This is a little bit of a clickbait headline, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm curious what cut cut your eye on this and then how clickbaity it is explain the it's, it's 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 clickbaity but i mean it, it doesn't negate the fact that it, it the 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 state the sovereign state of california honorable the honorable is considering is considering taxing uh taxing text messaging um not really a whole lot more information in there besides the fact that they intend to use the funds for uh, people without cell phones to supply them with cell phones, like a kind of, you know, self cell guys, phone. Guys, guys, guys. Yeah. I have it on good authority that this is never going to happen. I'm sure it won't. But Here's it also- why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Because all the Android users are just going to buy iPhones. <laughs> and then this won't be a thing. Because iMessage isn't texting. Right, so here's the deal. The, the the tax would not apply to WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, and Apple's iMessage. It uh, it won't apply to Allo because Allo will be dead. And uh, uh, Google Hangouts, wait, nope, that will be dead. 
so basically, yeah, this is basically for Android people would 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 be taxed. I think for this. apps like GroupMe and things like that are also yeah, safe. They, they would also. Um, but yeah. here's the deal: there's something like you read this and you're like, oh my god, this is terrible. It's not per text. It's not like oh, you're a major texter. No, it, it was just going to be another one of those taxes and fees added, added on to your, your bill. bill. And think about right, this: one dollar twelve a month, right? When you buy, every month for the rest of your natural born fucking yeah, life. And when everyone's like, "This is outrageous," think about this. And Josh, you know this because you and I worked in the wireless industry. When you buy a prepaid phone or a prepaid minutes, there was some form of like dollar tax always on them for e nine one one and for also providing funds for low income residents to have access to cell phones. Like this is already existing in so many different variations throughout your bill. They used to do this to your minutes, right? They used to tax your minutes, but now everyone has unlimited minutes. So like the, nobody, look, nobody I mean, cares the, without, with, I mean this, we've are we're already in the weeds. The, the brass tax is when you look at your wireless bill, there's taxes and fees. It, it generally equates at this point to 17 ish percent somewhere. Like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty confident. I'm right. Plus minus one percent, 18 to 20. Yeah, that's what I usually say. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just going to be an extra whatever in California. Um, now, saying it won't apply to this kind of makes me feel like everybody should just have an iPhone. That's all. And then it wouldn't be a thing. There's no way to tax it. If to, Look, you have to think of it like logically, right? So they have something scanning every account for was there SMS sent? And if there was, you get a tax that month. Right. Whether and you sent one then, or a thousand. Right. Regardless of how many you send, right? So, again, we're hypothesizing. But that... Makes sense to me. Like, so everybody just buy iPhones, right? <laughs> yeah. Brian, I mean, or solve the problem. Or, oh, I got it. Or right. give up your phone and earn $100,000 and you don't pay taxes. You don't pay taxes that year and you're up $100,000. Well, unless they you take advantage of that T9 texting phone that they gave you, then you're still you're still paying the tax. There you go. Your argument is invalid. Your hat is pizza. All right. Finally, uh, for tech perspective, this was a fan suggested uh, topic. So I want to thank uh, my friend Brad uh, for for bringing this. He uh, he's buying this product. He thinks this product is pretty awesome, and he's interested to hear what we think about it. It's called Blink One. It's a tiny USB device that you plug into your laptop. Unless you know you don't have USB ports, and then you live in a dongle town, and that's your life now. And, You'll just grumpy about that, and then one day you'll die. You can just plug it into your dongle. It's fine. Stop bitching about it. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, And it lights up depending on what kind of notifications that you have. If you lost your internet internet connectivity, you got a text message. If there's a Facebook notification tweet, you can customize this thing. Um, Mm. This is kind of interesting. I, I have some qualms with it, but I think overall it's a pretty interesting device. I'm curious to get your opinions on it, though. What what do you think about it? Let me say uh, false. That is false. What you've said is false. All right. But yes. Did you? You said it's pretty cool, but you said a bunch of things after that that made no sense and were completely unintelligible because this is dumb. And here's why. Go ahead. Um, notifications, they slide onto the top right of my screen there. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what tells me that I have a notification and what kind of notification it is. And as a matter of fact exactly what the notification says sure so a thing lighting up distracting me from the top right is not helping me it's actually hurting i agree with josh all right here's here's the here here's a couple scenarios for this and and 
let me know what you think about this, okay? These, All right, th- go. these are some of the use cases that they're advertising. Uh, obviously, there's a couple. Blink if I get a new email. I agree with you. There's just a notification that tells me you've got a new email, right? So, yep. so no big deal. Blink when a package shipping ha- status has changed. So if you're expecting a shop, uh, all right, you that usually pop, get it's a push notification. Yep. I get that. Blink if I messaged uh, if I mentioned on social media sites. So if I <laughs> come on, Twitter, next fifteen minutes before an event, blink a series notifications. Of, next, this is reminding you to like go outside, like stand up, like take a break. Blink, my Apple Watch does that. Blink to take a break, next, right? someone is at my door or my light has turned on. Ring done. Yep. It's it can connect with ift and stuff like that. I don't see a use case for this for an average consumer. The only use case I can see this for at all being cool or interesting, uh, but actually helpful is if you run a server farm and you want to know if there's an issue with your server. There's green, yellow, and red that you could make it do. Uh, but that's like so nerdy and so in the weeds that there's also big major programs to do this. So uh, I can tell you one th- other thing about this product that we kind of put all into perspective are you ready this was a kickstarter well that's uh probably the reason i hate everything about it <laughs> was it funded uh oh yeah heavily funded and they met their their two stretch goals so funded by stupid people who don't know how to set up their notification no people also have like you know raspberry pi and don't have mac os so people don't get notifications of things probably android people right probably android people you know that will get taxed for their text messages as well so it's always Android people. Sorry, Brad. It is very interesting from a nerdy thing and just DIY stuff and hacky things. It's great. But like you're making a really complicated solution to a super easy problem. That's already. No, 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 no. That is a mischaracterization of what's happening. Okay. What's happening. He's not making a complicated solution to a really easy problem. There's this, this is an unnecessary distraction from something that is just fine the way it is. Okay. Can- it's not it's not a problem that needs to be solved. Notifications are great. If you're not getting notifications, examine your settings. Good lord. Now it is time for that kind of nerd to give a topic, a product, whatever, the third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. Brian, you submitted these LED Christmas lights that also come with a yeah, connected app. Yeah, did you app. watch the video I sent you in, well, in, uh, as well? I did, but since this is a podcast, can you tell people a little bit about what this is and what the video looks like? These these lights are called twinkly lights. They look they're LED lights that you put on your Christmas tree, and and they they look like smart lights almost, so that you can pull up your phone or your tablet, and you can you'll you would have a a picture of the tree. And you can touch individual bulbs, or like go in a straight line, or you can design. Line. You can design the you pattern. You can design the pattern. You can put in whatever you want. Like the video I sent you guys had someone just like on their phone. All right, white lights zigzag across the tree, and then they did blue lights, and then they p- dragged their finger around, along the left side of the tree, and then they did like a big circle of purple lights in between. So you can do whatever you want. And then there's like pre-settings like, you know, the typical red and green and like, you know, rainbows, switching over rainbows and stuff like that. There's pre-settings on there. I thought this was really cool. Um, and I think it it, uh, it was what, 80 bucks for a string of 70. And then like you can get like 200 or something like that for 225 like for 159 for 159. Yeah. Uh, which is plenty to cover a tree 
And I I just going through the experience that I just went through getting the tree and setting it up and putting the lights on. I'm like, oh, shit, I wish I knew about these. I would have gotten these lights because th- this I th- I think it was pr- pretty interesting. What are your guys' thoughts? I mean, for, for $80, this is really cool. Like I'm I'm down for that. That's this. I, I told I told my girlfriend next year we do these lights. Yeah. And then you can make them whatever color you want. Right now, though, at the time of this recording, it's sold out. Well, I did find another link where you can get them through Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're available on Amazon. I, I also like the um, fact that you can animate the design too. So it's not just it's not a stationary thing. It, it can actually be animated. Right. I'm, yeah, it's I'm down fully for this. it's fully animated. It's awesome. The the crazy thing is uh, it's not crazy. There's nothing crazy about it. I'm not creative enough to manipulate this. So there'd be no there no possible way I could do anything cool. But how cool would it be, Josh, for you to hand Zoe or Christian the tablet and say, No, you I'm, do the I'm with you. And Zoe would be able to handle this. Mm-hmm. So, like, the problem is, you know, we have a cheapy pre-lit tree. We don't do, like, putting lights on a tree. I can't imagine putting lights on a tree. That seems like. I, I agree. That would be the only downfall of this, right? If it was on the tree, I kind of. If this it. was a Brian, if they made a pre-lit tree, I would buy it. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure they would. They will. I'm sure it's got to be. If, if, okay, let me. All right, let me. Let me. Let me roll that back. When if they, they made it. if they made a prelit tree that was less than two hundred dollars, I would buy it. I would. Okay. I would. I would buy it even at two hundred. And I'm cheap. But remember, no, I also well, I also have a hundred thousand dollars for not using my phone for a year. Less than two hundred dollars means one ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay. Next house, not this. Not this place your forever home yeah my next house i would spend up to six hundred dollars for uh and a, a giant Ooh. like a right you know what i mean like right. vaulted ceilings in your living room type next house like a tree when someone's like he's compensating for something right but everyone knows i'm not <laughs> so it's the like the 14 foot monster and then yes brian let zoe just create the patterns mm-hmm. could christian Use GarageBand to build a beat, and then the tree would <laughs> be the spectrum. The I'm spectrum sure analyzer, you could figure and out a way to do like that. Zoe could c- create the the bands for the spectrum analyzer, and Christian could make a beat, and then the tree would react. That would be cool. Probably. I'm sure That's actually now. Now it's life goals. Now it's life. I would have mine uh, looked up to the uh, tech perspective uh, sounds and make it. Stuff like that. So, Josh, <laughs> as we know, although Brian suggested this topic, we do our standard unit of measure every single week. It's always the same. Uh, so, where do we put this on the nerd degree? Uh, this is a Mercedes out in the front of my house with a bow on it on Christmas morning. Oh, wow. And no car payment due. Ooh. I'm serious. Like, yeah. if I gave this any, like, any more consideration, it would be Santa coming down my fucking chimney right now and hanging out. <laughs> having a bourbon with Santa? Seriously, this is having a bourbon with Santa, CJ. <laughs> Yours is better than mine. You're God welcome. damn it. <laughs> Brian, where would you put this on the on the nerd degree? This is the most Christmassy thing I've ever seen ever in my life. This is uh all the all the warm feelings I get from every Christmas movie and every K Jewelers Christmas commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Just beam directly into my brain. I like that. It passes the nerd degree. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember anything that's ever passed unanimously. Unanimously. Unanimously yeah. passed. My gosh. I also think it's very odd that every nerd degree we do you know, some kind of Christmas theme. I, I think that's just 
just meant to be. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is like we say, this is not a one way conversation. We want to talk to you. So every week or you know, give or take, uh, we turn to you and ask you a question of the week. This week's question was, what show do you keep rewatching and why? Uh, we got a lot of responses. So first off, just thank you to everyone uh, that replied. Uh, I'd love to take the opportunity and then uh, go over some of them right now. I already knew this answer. Melissa Castillo said, How I Met Your Mother, Scrubs, and Malcolm in the Middle. They're my relaxed, wind-down, sleepy time shows. Yeah. Uh, Craig Phillips, friend of the show Craig Phillips, says, Lost. I never watched it when it was on TV, but I binged it about two years ago and twice again since. It puts me in, it, it just pulls me in. The mystery, the characters, I'll probably binge it again in the next year. It's like an annual thing. I get it. I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um... Laura's aunt, sister Anne Marie Paul, says, I rarely rewatch anything, but the West Wing pops into my viewership every once in a while. And I, I've I've watched uh I've watched the West Wing I wanna say it's seven times through at this point, and I watch if it's on TV, I'm watching it. Yeah, I, I am on I think my eighth rewatch of the West Wing right now, but I've lost count. We also got a lovely reply from Laura Burns. My lady wife says, Doctor Who when I'm sad with my life. The West Wing when I'm sad with the world. Scrubs because scrubs. Oh, and I forgot how I met your mother. One last one, I promise. The closer. Ask Josh Burns why. Now, I commented, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) However, uh, my wife would tell you that uh, she is incredibly proficient at work and a hot mess at home. And Brenda Lee Johnson is her spirit. animal. <laughs> I don't think she gives herself enough credit for what she does at home. So I'm going to say while Brenda Lee may be her spirit animal, she keeps us afloat. Either is way. the closer because of you. Did you get her into the closer? Uh, you know, I think, uh, and I don't know the timeline, but I want to say the closer started kind of right after we moved in together. Oh, okay. Um, and it was one of those, you know, weeknight shows we could cuddle up on the sofa and watch. I, I just love Doctor Who when I'm sad with my life, Doctor Westway when I'm sad with the world and Scrubs because of Scrubs. I mean, that's just, that's an accurate description of the world in oh, general. I gotta, I gotta tell you when, when she's laying in bed watching Doctor Who for hours, I just go, hey, babe, what's wrong? <laughs> it's just a barometer. It's a red flag that he can be It of. really is. I know exactly what, like, okay, we've got Houston, we've got a problem. Uh, moving on, De- uh, Danielle Garcia Dupree says, The Office, because it never gets old. I feel like The Office is in a lot of people's rotations on this. Uh, Darnell Lewis mentioned uh, Justice League Unlimited, Justice League, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Ben 10, The Original, Generator Rex, which deserved at least two more seasons, by the way, and several others, mainly because they have great storylines and character arcs throughout. Just when you think it can't get any better or it can't hit you with the feels train, then boom. I gotta say, I have not seen Star Wars The Clone Wars or Ben 10, but I'm right there with him on Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Those shows are fantastic. Patreon supporter Megan Dunn Cole, she says, I almost never rewatch shows willingly. I even have a hard time watching a show with another person who has watched it before. My husband learned pretty quick that if you put something on that one or both of us has seen, I'm likely leaving the room. Perhaps he just knows this is how to get rid of me. (laughs) I think... Uh, Megan, uh, I think that is a cop out. I think that like, I think you're missing out. And and here's case in point. 
I had never before um, the last couple weeks binge watched Game of Thrones all seven seasons. I had done, you know, one or two, first three, things like that. But I went back and I did all seven seasons. It was, and I did it like lightning fast because I was able to like background noise it and all that shit. But like, it's way more emotional going all the way through the same way that West Wing was way more emotional and it and it continues to be. I think there's some shows where if you don't watch them all the way through very quickly, you're really missing out. And I think I, I understand the watching it with people who have already you know seen it before. But at the same time, I think you get some good enjoyment out of watching the other person kind of react to, it, to your uh, Patreon supporter, Andrew Capilla says, I rewatch Scrubs at least twice a year. Hands down, one of the best shows I've seen. It's witty, funny, and sad all at the same time. I could honestly watch the Airband episode every day. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm right with you. The Scrubs and the West Wing get on a, an annual rotation with me. They're, they're At some point, that is playing in my house. You can just walk in, and one of those two shows will, will definitely be on. All right. Now, I like Capilla very much. I do. Yes. Binge watching Scrub starts to start to finish takes three days and nineteen hours. I'm, I'm concerned that you know that, but at the same time, I'm very no, no, no. I'm, as I soon as I, as I soon as I read it. this, as soon as I read this, I looked it up. Okay. That's how long it takes. All right. Okay? Does that include the season so, that we don't talk about? Um, I, I, don't, I don't. I just look. How long does it take to watch every episode of Scrubs? Three days, nineteen hours. That's how long it All right, takes. They're including that other season that Netflix tries to make me watch. That doesn't exist. Well, whatever, dude. That's how long it takes. All right. Okay. Twice a year seems excessive. Well, you know, a week and change, dude. That's ninety-one hours of life. Hey, I I don't judge. I just read the comments. <laughs> listen, if that's he listen, if he's that's long, and also he's everybody willing, talking about the office needs to stop. That show. Uh, uh, no, uh, every scene, every scene that didn't include Jim and Pam was awful. My wonderful sister. Said, uh, Kristen said, The Office, it never gets old. How could you not love Dwight Schrute beats Bears Battlestar Galactica? I just don't like the show. I don't I know just, what I, is wrong with you. I don't, I, I, who, I know who hurt you, but who hurt you? If the show was named Jim and Pam and it was just Jim and Pam, yeah. I would be fine you're, with you're, the show. Uh, so, Josh, uh, we'll, we'll turn to you. We'll have you start. What show do you constantly rewatch and why? Um, there was a comment made by my wife that you'd be better off asking me what shows I don't, or just give me an hour to talk about this. And, and so I did make a list and this is a list of shows that I have watched most, no fewer than three times. And some it's upwards of seven and eight times. And I'm just going to read them through. Um, I did do HBO first and then kind of everything else next. All right. Ballers, Band of Brothers, Boardwalk Empire, Deadwood, Entourage, Game of Thrones, Newsroom, Silicon Valley, The Sopranos, Westworld, The Wire, West Wing, Sherlock, Breaking Bad, House of Cards, Mad Men, Big Mouth, Friends, Scrubs, Spartacus, Flash, Daredevil, Punisher, Defenders, Parks and Rec, Stranger Things, Sons of Anarchy, The Shield, The Unit, Doctor Who, Banshee, Sneaky Pete, Brotherhood, Dexter, Homeland, House of Lies, Ray Donovan, and The Closer. And watching Scrubs two times a year is excessive. I was just about to say that. <laughs> uh, guys, these are the shows that are in rotation. Okay. 
I have watched many of them multiple times, three, four, and more. Some of them, Game of Thrones, only twice the whole way through, but I have watched several seasons. Uh, I said that I said Doctor Who, obviously, uh, but I'll be honest, it's really seasons five, six, and seven. I, I go back and I rewatch those three seasons and nothing else, and and I keep going back to those. But they're not one of the shows that I've mentioned. I like I've watched them all multiple times. Holy shit! I didn't say news radio. I've watched news radio five times the whole way through. <laughs> See, there you go. See, for, so that's my list. For me, it's 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 a few shows. It's it's the West Wing. It's Newsroom. It's Scrubs, and uh, oh, I'm missing something. Oh, and The Office. Those those four are on a heavy rotation. But I really do. I make it a point to watch The West Wing like every year. I I just I just need that show in my life. I don't. I don't, I, can't, I can't possibly do it. And and, they, and 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 it could be spread out over several months. It could be I start couple seasons and then two months later i come back and i can't i also can't do that i if i'm gonna start it i have to finish it and that's the the west wing is actually i think it's the longest show on the binge clock i I can imagine it 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 may be uh but it it is just something i do it's it's just ever and it's because of you josh that i i now i watch a show it's an amazing show it's so good and it's the the one that i go to but i i also put in just new stuff into that rotation but those are the the the, the bedrock of my rewatching experience. Brian, six days, ten hours to watch the West yeah, Wing. I, I believe it. Brian, what's on what's on the list for you? Nothing really. No, uh, I don't really have a lot of time to do anything. So, Brian's so busy. He's so super busy. Oh god, guys, I got to catch up with the Berlanti verse. I can't possibly. Yeah. All right, fine. You know what? If you all fuckers are going to answer for me, then whatever. <laughs> There's also some paint drying <laughs> on the wall. I gotta gotta keep an eye on that. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. We'll, we'll let you go un- un- unmolested. I rewatch stuff. I rewatch Scrubs. I rewatch How I Met Your Mother. I rewatch Veronica Mars frequently. I rewatch Chuck frequently. I Fuck, re- I didn't say Chuck in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like you missed one. I, really I just watched that whole series again this year. Chuck. I I rewatch Justice League Unlimited quite often. Um, And I rewatch Bob's Burgers. Oh. And actually, I've watched Big, Big Mouth like six times through. Like yeah, going to bed. Fuck Jack Ryan. I've watched Jack Ryan three times since it released. Jack Ryan, add that to the list. So there you go. See, I think Josh has the the not an advantage, but he's got the lifestyle where he's traveling and like you've you've got some downtime where you're like not at home, dude. So you're just having what do you do background. in a hotel room yeah. from like 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. You you binge watch stuff. Yeah, what do you do on planes? You binge watch yeah. stuff. So obviously people have very strong opinions about the shows that they watch. And if uh, we didn't say your show, uh, we want to hear it. So go ahead and reach out to us. Multiple ways you can do this. Obviously, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or a really cool feature is you actually call the show, have your voice on it. We'll play it on the air. Uh, You call 484-373-4119, and you can leave your message, and then we'll play it on the show. I do also want to say thank you to all of you who were randomly reaching out and texting me or DMing me your inspirational quotes. Uh, I would like to say I was in a fog this week just due to some life changes and was really confused for a while as to why random inspirational quotes were popping into my uh, inbox. But then I remembered what it was all about. So thank you. You actually made my week. I I greatly appreciate it. Uh, So listener, I've got some things that I need you to do. Very simple. Number one, share this podcast with your friends because sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and we thank you for your donation. Uh, also, please rate or review us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. You know the show is so good. We bring it to you every week. Give us five stars. 
Finally, thank you. Thank you, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are back on a nerd. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about the how I should watch The Wire in Deadwood. You should watch The Wire in Deadwood. I'm <laughs> yeah, just saying. Right, exactly. I mean, can't fucking wait to hear how <laughs> I'm so wrong about Breaking Bad being overrated. Uh, Breaking Bad is 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 not overrated. I think it's rated yeah, just okay. where it should be. Nah, I'm just saying. I'm looking you, forward to that. You know what conversation. I think you needed. I think you need to drink your seltzer. Calm down I a little bit. I do need bit. a seltzer. We don't and have just, seltzer. We just have water and sadness <laughs> and wrongness tonight. So far. Nah, I should get. I should get wine. I think that. I think we have wine. I'm gonna go get wine. Are you going? You're going now. Right now. Right. Yeah. Meow. Right now. He's going right now. <laughs>